Welcome to Breaker Culture Weekly. The guys from BreakerCulture.com help pull back the curtains and give you insight into the hobby. Sit back and enjoy interviews, product breakdowns, and hobby analysis so you can get your edge in the marketplace. And now, to the show. Well, hey, what's going on? This is episode 47 of Breaker Culture Weekly. Thank you for joining. Uh, today, i got a couple things here at the beginning that we're going to knock out, a couple giveaways that I'm going to do for those amazing reviews that you guys gave us on iTunes, so thank you for that. I'll do that here in a second. Uh, also going to uh, speak to, to Doug from Mojo Break for about an hour. We haven't spoken to him for about three months, and uh, yeah, Doug, you know Doug. Doug is, a, again, a hobby veteran, breaker veteran, uh, founding father is what I like to call him. Uh, he... He's super casual, super easy to talk to, knows so much about the hobby, and we just kick back for an hour and talk about all kinds of things. Uh, so yeah, you'll just have to listen to that. I'll put a little bit of an outline here in the, in the show notes again, so you can kind of dictate what you want to listen to. But we cover everything from some of the new products coming out from the end of the football season, Super Bowl. We talk about a little bit of uh, um, the optic release and bas- the basketball climate, and then we uh, talk about how he approaches baseball and really the, the whole situation there. So yeah, I think it's a really good conversation. Uh, he even has given us a box to give away. And the way you're going to be entered into that drawing for a box, uh, you'll have to find out on Twitter because I'm going to throw something out there for you here in a little bit to, to get another box about optic basketball. So thank you, Doug, for that. And uh, always good kicking back and chatting with Doug. So uh, yeah, real quick, before we jump into the interview, let me go ahead and do this giveaway. I tried to get the video to work the other night on Twitter. Sorry about that. And I could not get it to work. So very, very frustrating. I want to go ahead and random off. I have 34 names here. Um, and I'll, I'll copy this on random.org and throw it out there for you. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this seven times. Uh, 34 names from the folks that reviewed us on iTunes. So let's do this seven times. And two, the top two winners are going to get two boxes of Optic Basketball uh, on the house. So thank you. There's one. There's two. There's three. There's four. Five. Come on. Six. You can do it. Seven. All right, so the num- the top two names are we got Go Irish MK at number one. You're going to get a box of Optic Basketball. And then Mike Molesky, you're going to get a box of Optic Basketball as well. So thank you. Thank you guys for filling out the reviews. Uh, we'll do another giveaway for the reviews here in a, in a few weeks. But uh, yeah, if you are Go Irish MK or Mike Molesky, hit me up at tieatbreakerculture.com or find me on Twitter at breakerculture. And uh, we'll get your address and we'll send those boxes out to you. We have another giveaway we're going to do tonight on Twitter for those that uh, retweeted us for the Top Shelf Breaks podcast. Thank you, Chris. We're giving away a box of prison basketball. So, man, we're just giving away things everywhere. It's crazy. It's like Publishers Clearinghouse. Uh, but anyway, enjoy the interview with with Doug. And we'll catch you on BreakingCulture.com. Side note. Actually, it's not really a side note. It's really a, it's really front front facing note here. We got r- some really good updates to, to pricing ladders this week. Big time contenders football update that is basically done. I'm putting the finishing touches on it right now. Um, and then I have an optic basketball versus prism basketball ladder that I think you're going to really enjoy. Um, so you'll dig into that. This will give you some good insight into really what the pricing comparison looks like between the two. And uh, Another update for Bowman Draft. So we'll be up to date with all the three core sports and uh, we'll be looking at a lot more stuff coming up over the next few weeks as we break down analytics. Another episode coming out midweek this week, so not much of a turn uh, or delay. We got Chris and I, Chris Torres from CRT Sports Cards. We do a kind of a complete thorough breakdown of how 2019 Tops Baseball ended up in the break. And again, we're a week and a half after release. So, uh, but yeah, some really good insight, a 45-minute conversation there that I'll get out to you on Wednesday or Thursday this week. So uh, enjoy the conversation with Doug. Check us out at BreakCulture.com. Doug, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Ty? Doing well. 
Doing well. Outside of the fact that this morning, my wife's pulling out of our driveway, and we have this gate that opens and closes, and I didn't put this gate open, it's just there, but my wife backed the door of our van into this gate, and our sliding door is completely ruined. $1,500. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, Insurance cover that one, or? I don't, I don't even know if I want to claim that right that's true right you got to pay like a five or thousand dollar <laughs> deductible anyway right so right. there's no point and then they're like going to raise your rates so yeah yeah but anyway yeah days going pretty well outside of that well it can only go up from there right? <laughs> that's right that's right we're, we're podcasting now it's, it's a good thing yeah absolutely yeah so how uh how are things been? when we talked last october gosh has it been that long yeah september it feels like it's been a year but i guess it's only been like five months right so yeah or couple, less. <laughs> a couple of products have come out before then, or in between then, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I think there's been uh, thousand products. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, nice. So let's, let's start with the Super Bowl first. I mean, what what did you think of the game? Or did you watch the game? Of course you watched the game. I did. I did. Um, you know, I ate a lot of food because I think I was, you know, a little bored during the game. So uh, I found myself uh, running back to get food. So, um, I mean, it was a good defensive game if you're into that, but I think, you know, Nobody's everybody, nation, what, Nobody's I into that. I'm just trying to, I'm right. I'm just trying to be like, you know, the old school NFL, like what they would say, but yeah, it was, it was a boring game. I mean, I think if we would have had saints Patriots, there probably would have been a little bit more electricity. Um, but, um, you know, it's the start of baseball now is what the, the end of the Super Bowl kind of signals. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's funny. Whenever people say they, ah, it's, it's, I love defensive games. You, you kind of just chuckle because you're like, nah, no one really likes. It's kind of like whiskey. Like no one really likes the taste of whiskey. <laughs> like, but right. you, you, you you drink it because it's there. And it's a, it's the you know the business drink. But, or it's like in baseball, nobody really likes a pitcher's duel, right? Right. I mean, people want to see the long ball. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, commercials were entertaining. Game was not so much entertaining. <laughs> Yeah, that NFL 100 commercial, which I somehow missed during the Super Bowl, I had to watch today because they were talking about it on Levitard. I was like, wow, that was a really good commercial. Um, the one where it had like, pretty much everybody in the last 100 years of NFL, like Franco Harris, the Dolphins, all that, 72 Dolphins, Saquon, all, all those cats were in that. That was a great commercial. I did not see it. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to, it's like two minutes. Beast Mode's in it, Saquon, like I said, Saquon's in it, Juju, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Terry Bradshaw, Barry Sanders, and they're all just little snippets, and it's one of those things that you kind of have to slow it down by frame to see everybody that's in the commercial. Uh, Tom Brady gives his rings to Baker Mayfield to hold, um, so it's just, it's got a lot, a lot of things going on, and you got to kind of watch it a couple times to get some of the meanings, and, you know, they had to, Franco Harris did a, caught the football, like, at the ballroom, and it was like an immaculate reception type thing, it was really artfully done. Nice, all right, I'll, I'll put that on the list of to-dos, that'll take my mind off of Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, uh, I will say the one commercial that stuck out to me was that Aldi commercial, where the guy's, like, choking on a nut, I don't know if you saw that. Where he, no, I must have missed that one too. Like I said, I was getting up and getting a lot of food. So yeah, there, there you was, go. Was time. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to check it out. It, it shows him like in this amazing car and he's like dreaming and it's a glorious situation. And all of a sudden he's, it's cuts to the scene where a guy's like doing the Heimlich on him and he pops out this thing he's choking on. He was dying essentially, going to heaven and his heaven was his car. And he woke up, wow. came out of it, yeah, came I'm... back to life. And he's like, oh, this kind of sucks. <laughs> Jeez, I have to watch that one as well. I, I got a lot of catching up to do. What What was the food of choice for for your household or wherever you were at? Uh, man, we did. You, you're gonna love this. We did pita chips and hummus. Oh, nice, nice. I get down on some hummus myself, so I can I can appreciate that. All right, all right. What, what about you? Now, do you uh, do you guys make your own hummus, or is it like store bought hummus, or like like yeah. higher end hummus? My wife's got into this whole making hummus thing, so we're, we're Ooh, she's making nice. her hummus. We're doing we're doing like kombucha and hummus. Man, we're like freaks over here in Kansas City. <laughs> Dang, well, I did. You probably feel great, you know, no pizza and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> testament to that. That's right. We had pizza last night, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's that that easy. Well, you have kids too, so it's it's, it's right. really hard to sometimes plan meals, uh, making those fast food choices. No doubt. It's definitely convenient. No doubt. What about you? What was the snack of choice in the house? 
Uh, you know, we had a little get together with friends, and there was probably like ten people. I mean, there was all there was egg rolls, there was uh, there was pizza, there was chips and salsa, there was desserts, and so for the Super Bowl thing, um, for the for the house, you know, we try um, when I when I try to cook, I've gotten into doing. Uh, and I don't know, hopefully, I'm pronouncing this right. It's a sui v, or it's uh, you cook in in the water. So you cook meat in a water in a vacuum sealed bag, mm-hmm. and it like it kind of dumbs cooking down. Um, you just Basically, I connect the sous vide for my Bluetooth. I set the temperature, and if it's like salmon, you got to cook it for 130 degrees for 45 minutes. But it comes out perfect every time, so you can't really burn it. So, and then you just throw it on the uh, on the cast iron grill, sear it a little bit, and and you eat it. That's what I like to do when I have time. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah, sounds like the uh, the gentleman's way of cooking. Right, right. Well, I barbecue in the summer, but you know this. You know, when it's cold, you know, you do it indoors with the uh, with the hot with the water. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Cool. Man, Just, all this talk's making me hungry. I got yeah, back right. I haven't really ate yet, so now I'm thinking, man, I need to get the DoorDash going or something. That's now. right. That's <laughs> right. Uh, you got ten thousand dollars to spend. Who are you going to spend it on? Mahomes, golf, or Brady? Who Who do you invest in today? Oh man. Um, well, if you try to invest in Brady, you're probably just going to get a number to 1500 uh, card, right? SB <laughs> authentic at this point. Exactly. You probably need about 10 times of that to even touch your or, uh, contenders auto at this point. Um, <laughs> you know, I'd probably invested in Mahomes just because I, then I can enjoy the ride. I mean, it's such an early, yeah. uh, early in his career, obviously being his, uh, first full season, second year in the league and you know, being able to watch what he's done. I mean, I just saw a video of him playing basketball. He was crossing fools up in basketball. I man. saw that. A little 360. It was beautiful. Yeah. I was like, dude, I I mean, the, the Knicks may be calling him or something. Maybe the, you know, Mavericks <laughs> or something. Get him, see if he wants to be, you know, screw Kyler Murray. Let's let's get, you know, let's get Mahomes playing two sports. But, yeah, I think uh, for, for Mahomes uh, was probably where I would go. I mean, what, what can you get? What's an NTRPA? 75? 7,500? For who? Mahomes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds about, well, I mean, shoot, his contenders are going for three grand now. Right. And cracked ices are probably pushing over 10, right? Yeah. That's insane. I mean, <laughs> it's I mean, really four months ago, you could have made five extra money, maybe four extra yeah. money. It's, it's, yep. it's insane. That, that, well, like you guys said on the last show, which was great with uh, Chris from Top Shelf, was that he actually has lifted up football and and gave us uh and i think you said it kind of gave us reason to believe that hey yeah their football cards can kind of go towards basketball numbers you know or baseball numbers like otani numbers Mm. because there really wasn't a whole lot of cards that were going for the amount that mahomes was now you see mahomes and you see bakers kind of going crazy and you see even saquon who's you know we always say don't invest in running backs but you know, maybe Saquon is, is, is a, the, you know, doesn't go against that rule. Maybe yeah. he's going to be the guy that the people are going to collect just because of how he is. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. If you if you were now the word hindsight, looking back on the season, if you were to rank the three rookies that you would spend money on, how would you rank them? Baker up top, I'm guessing. Yeah, I would do Baker. I've got kind of an oddball number two. It's kind of more of a long-term investment. Uh, Mason Rudolph. Oh, Steelers, um, okay. Yeah, I mean, we sat down with him at before he was drafted at one of the Panini events, and and the guy was full sh- uh, full suit shirt, you know, tie everything <laughs> just for Panini. He was like serious, wow. and you know, most other guys are in like in Nike suits or whatever, look like they got back from the gym, but he he had his you know like looked like an intern, you know, he was ready ready for anything NFL and uh, just his personality, and I think. You know, Steeler was the first Steeler that was drafted after Big Ben, and uh, first quarterback drafted, I think, uh, in, before the third round that they've drafted since Big Ben. So I think wow. the Steelers have a lot of faith in him. And um, yeah, and his prices aren't that high. So, yeah. you know, you can kind of invest in something and he's on the right team. So I like him. And then, you know, third, it's kind of tough. I mean, I don't know if I, I like Rosen a lot. So I might say like Allen. I would probably say Josh Allen. I like what he did with his feet this year. Mm. And, um, you know, Bill's fans are passionate. Yeah, they are. Very true. Yeah. I, I think for me, I'd probably throw Sam Darnold on there just because of the Jets market. But, yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. But, yeah. yeah and I mean, I should so say fun. Saquon. I, do, I should say Saquon, but I just – I look at, like, Elliot Bell. I yeah. look at all the history of running backs, and I just – I'm like, I can't believe Saquon's prices are just, they keep going up, yeah. which is a good thing. But, you know, compared totally. to the past, you know, 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd be hesitant as well. So for, from the Super Bowl really until, let's just say, end of March where baseball really gets kind of picks up a little bit, do you see a pretty stable football market for your for breaking? Or is it cool off a You bit? know, um, I do. Uh, normally in other years I would say no. But, I mean, this this year, you know, usually for us, you yep. know, it seems like it slows down in, in this time of year. December actually carries yeah. kind of into January. And then it does start picking up in February. But we – for us, we didn't really have a, a much of a slowdown with the products that were coming out. So it props wow. to the manufacturers on that. And I think with NT and Flawless, specifically NT, because that's the number one RPA to collect of these guys, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I think we're going to have, and, you know, on the dealer side of things, we're already, you know, seeing that people are already paying over $1,000 pre-sale price on NT as of right now. So I could only imagine this these cases could possibly if the product delivers once it comes out and these rpas are hitting and these cards are selling this could be a four to five thousand dollar retail case on ng so i think it's going to have a lot of buzz wow yeah wow 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 what was it last year was it with three four um it slowly creeped up you know last year's product i mean what's even crazier is that if if, i don't know if you guys first off the line 2017 Mm -hmm. Contenders, contenders, switch to contenders. That was available on Panini site for like three months. You could have bought them at 110 or 120, whatever it was, whatever they, it was it, it just like 17 with Watson getting hurt. Mahomes wasn't playing. There just wasn't a whole lot of buzz going into the, you know, Super Bowl time and everything like that. But now this year is just completely different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that won't happen again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, you, yeah. When, you, when you got that happening and then you have all that, uh, just the buzz around the gold vinyl for Doncic mm-hmm. being pulled out of first on the line, first off the line. It's like, yep. oh my gosh, they're Panini's doing whatever they can to, to create some sustainability around first off the line. And oh well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not a fan of it. But I, get it. I mean, I, I, it, it seems like it sells out in what five minutes every every release. Oh, I mean, it's it's yeah. crazy. I mean, we've been able to get a few boxes that we use in breaks, you know, which is great because we'll get it on a monday or tuesday before the product comes out and you know people people want to buy it in the breaks and you know they can't obviously buy the product sold out so we try to get it what we can but you know with two three of us trying we get you know two three boxes it seems like yeah yeah no it's great when you get it no doubt about that uh... what are your thoughts on the whole first off the line program uh i think i think the program itself is great i think what uh i just i don't know man i talked a little bit you heard me talk about with chris i just the whole drop in the one of one hobby, you know, I know there's a the whole semantics thing about hobby. I, I just you drop the one of ones, the big draw for products, and people pre-order this stuff five months in advance. Right. It just seems like it's a little bit of a bait and switch. Uh, so yeah, I, I struggle with it a bit. Um, no, and I and I and I originally thought that as well. What I try to what I try to think because I, I have talked to some industry people at these events and things yep. like that. I don't think that they know what's going into what. Um, I think uh, a perfect example right now, and we're switching sports, but Series 1 baseball, have you heard the the, the variations are in hobby, right? Well, I think that was a mistake. I don't think Topps, like, planned on doing it that way. I think it was like they they packed out Series 1, and they're like, oh, my God. Or maybe they didn't even realize it. So that's what I'm thinking with Panini, that this first off the line, I'm spinning in a good way. I'm not always thinking this way, but for this reason, I'm thinking – it actually kind of shows transparency because if they were shady, in a sense, they would put the Luca all the way to the back of the run, right? So that we would all be chasing it. I think they'd get more buzz that way. But I think the fact that they have somebody that, that prints these cards out, a lot of these times these manufacturers, like the people that print the cards, pack them out. And I know NT's hand-packed by Panini, but I think these multiple pack products are, are packed out, this is allegedly, by the printer. So I think it was just like, oh, crap, it went in the first off the line for somehow and uh, happened to get pulled like, what, seven days, eight days before the release. Right. So I think there was definitely a face palm from Panini going, oh, man, you know, I don't think they wanted that. Yeah. But it happened. And, um, you know, a lot of these shops, I, you know, it, it, you know, you have like if you're a lotto. And you have like the grand prize taken away. A lot of people aren't going to play the lotto, right? Like, oh, I'm playing the lotto, but I can't win the ten million, but I can win five hundred thousand. Right. You know. Right. <laughs> so, so you see a lot of people saying that Luca, and how crazy it is. How what are the odds of you getting that Luca one in a million, just like the lottery? But people are 
their their snap judgment is, is I'm not going to buy optic. Man. Yeah. So, you know, so I understand the frustration of the industry should have never happened. For sure. You know? I mean, I, I guess the, the point's a little moot because it's, I mean, you look at optic on the secondary market now and it looks like it's doing pretty well. I mean, you're, you're breaking it. Yeah, so it does. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it was better than I expected. Yeah. Um, I know I had some text conversations with you that I didn't think it was going to be great. I was thinking about moving through, you know, whatever we had, at, you know, uh, we were selling them way low on randoms early just to get, you know, but the content was delivering. So now we're at the point where we're like, Oh, maybe we need to buy more. Yeah. So, um, I mean, they did a really good job with all the colors and the pinks and velocity, black velocities come out kind of regularly. Emeralds yeah. come out a little bit more regular than, than I've seen. So it seems like it's better than I expected. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I, I I've touted the optic train for a while. I think it's a I think it's an underrated product, no doubt. So I'm glad to see it's going I haven't out. had a chance to look at any data. Now you guys have a great, you know, data table on your site. I mean, yeah. I look at it all the time. Have you looked at any early pricing on optic yet? For, um, for singles, for autos and stuff like that? A little bit, yeah. And we're gonna do a pricing ladder for it too, just because I think it's I, I we're doing a prism versus optic ladder, which I think is gonna be interesting to see. The, the, the argument's always like, why, why is the Prism Silver sell for so much and the, you know, the Raider Rookie Hollows don't sell for as much and they look so great? So we're going we're gonna to show, show you what actually is happening. So it'd be good. Yeah, uh, I actually do agree that I think that the Hollow Rookies look better than the Prism, but yeah. just Prism's kind of king, right? So Yeah, it's true. I think yeah, was... I'll be waiting to see that because I want to see the separation, obviously too, with Aiden and Young being you know second and third tier guys compared to Luca being obviously so far ahead. You yeah. know, I'm I'm interested to see if maybe it kind of closed the gap on optic a little bit or not. Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting for sure. You know, it's funny you mention that because and you're an NBA guy, you you watch enough of this. Uh, Trey Young has been on fire. Yeah, absolutely on fire the last three weeks. I mean, the guy's basically averaging a double double, you know, twenty and ten. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how close he gets to Doncic because he's, I mean, he's playing at a Doncic level, but he's playing in Atlanta and he's not getting the buzz. Um, it'd be cool to see if we can, you know, get two or three guys up in that tier one. I mean, Aiden's pretty close, but yeah, very underrated NBA rookie class. Still, absolutely, and and I've heard it's deeper than last year, but it's like. Not as talented, yeah. but it could be guys that kind of progress into to being a big talent. By the way, we actually just I, you know, I I haven't been breaking a lot of basketball. My guy C Rad's been, you know, he's calling himself the Luca Whisperer, right? He's pulling out Luca's like crazy. I actually pulled the one on one black Trey Young, so that's you know I'm okay. gonna hold on to that for a while. There so, you go. Out of prison, out of prison. So oh, so um, for your personal box. No, no, no. I pulled it for a customer. But, oh, gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, some guy at fifty four ninety nine got this card, and um, it was one of our good customers. So he was he was extremely stoked. But uh, I joke around with C Rack because he's he's like, oh, he's pulling all the all the big hits, you know. And I'm like, oh yeah, well I got the one on one Trey Young. So there you go. Dang. <laughs> And those are sweet too, by the way. <laughs> Super sweet. Yeah, product. it kind of came out of nowhere because you don't see blacks too much in that product, right? You know, you could do 20, 30 cases and then you're just so you're flipping through. You're like, oh my God. You know, it's just yeah. woke me up. Uh, the, 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 my shipping guy, my, my friend TJ and Dan were like, did, did you, did you crap yourself on that one? Cause I just, I just like lit <laughs> up, you know? Oh, you know? So it's like, yeah, I should probably check my pants, make sure. I did. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. You, uh, yeah, I'll have to check out the scans. That you probably threw it on Instagram or something, but that's a great card. Yeah, I put the photo up. I need to edit the video of me pulling. It. I want to get better at doing that, like because you know people don't want to sit through an hour break and see the big hit. You know, they want to see the minute recap. So. Oh, totally. Yeah, you need to get like a slow mo cam on your face so we can get reactions from you yeah. if you pull a card like that. You know. <laughs> well, I edited a video. And it took me like a you know almost a full day, where a private video editor would probably do it in twenty minutes. But I pulled the Babe Ruth cutout on Transcended, uh -huh. and uh, I did a whole slow mo on that. It was like, oh my god, <laughs> you know, it was nice. Like, <laughs> it was <like> nice. <laughs> Technology. I know. Take full like, advantage wow, of it. Awesome, right? <laughs> That's great. Uh, what do you think about the Porzingis to Dallas trade? You think it's a, it was a good move um, for either team? I think that's why well, they going to call themselves the, the Dallas Euros now, or <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good influence for Luca. I think uh, Mark Cuban's pretty smart. I think that's. Uh, I mean, it's a little risky with his injury, but 
I mean, if he plays like he he's potential, I mean, Dallas is already kind of what peeking in on the uh, last seed there, right? So, yeah. you know, he comes back next year full strength. I mean, Dallas could be a team to be reckoned with. Yeah, isn't Porzingis a free agent next year too? Isn't that the bigger risk? I think so. Yeah, yeah which is crazy so. to me. They took on all that right. money on those contracts with Hardaway Jr. and it's like, what? <laughs> He's a free agent. And they got rid of they got rid of Dennis Smith, really not giving him a whole lot of time to mature, right? So yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. that's interesting. That might actually be better for Dennis Smith's cards in, in New York. Cause I mean there's rumors of today I heard the rumor for the Knicks having A D, Kyrie, KD. Uh, you know, because they're all trying to court Kyrie. Kyrie said, oh, I mean, he, he, he doesn't know what he's gonna do. So he's got the door open, right? Yeah. And KD, you know, all doors always open. And uh, I heard that if they get a low lottery pick, that maybe the Knicks, the Pelicans may trade them, you know, package them up to get them over there, you know, to the Knicks somehow. So, that I mean, you, you might have a potential crazy super team next year over there in New York. No kidding. That that would be really fun with Dennis Smith. Kevin Knox is a stud. He's going to be a really yeah, good player. Yeah, they got that. And, and Neely Kina could probably yeah. – he didn't get traded, right? He's still there on yeah, the Knicks. Yeah, Neely yeah, yeah. Yeah, so and they got Kina? some role players. Yeah, they got him. Uh, yeah, yeah. They got yep. their beast in the middle, and the other rookie, uh, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. Yep. Alonzo Trier. Like, yeah. Knicks are going to be good. Oh, yeah. Year. Yeah. Trier. I forget about Trier. He was killing at the beginning of the season. So, he was. Yeah. I mean, he they've was. got, and, you know, you have those guys just being like the Sean Livingstons or something on the Warriors that are just coming off the bench while they're still young. And you got like youth coming off the bench. You know, yeah. you got KD, Kyrie. I don't want to see KD go, but it's probably going to be inevitable. But, you know, KD, Kyrie, AD, and maybe somebody else. Who knows? <laughs> They're just gonna walk to the east. Yeah, <laughs> <I> mean, <right. laughs> yeah. It's interesting though, because last year you had the, the rookie class last year is, is obviously good, but it's I mean it's cooled off considerably. Donovan Mitchell's one of a kind, Jason Tatum, okay, he's not having a great year, but Dennis Smith was really the third best rookie from a hobby yeah. perspective. And yep, he, he's essentially a non starter now. I mean he's he's not even in the conversation for hobby love. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, even Tatum and Mitchell stuff. I mean, I honestly bought a I bought a Mojo Prism uh-huh. Prism nine uh, five has two tens on it of Donovan Mitchell for thirteen hundred bucks. Wow. So I mean that card that card was probably when it was pulled last year. It was probably five six seven thousand dollar card. So that's the Luca effect we got. Luca is just affecting everybody else. Like the money's just going to Luca right now. So. I I always think there's a and maybe not going that high end. Maybe just yep. investing in some silvers, but. Yep. You know, like there seems like there's some room for these guys that are going to probably make. I mean, Tatum's going to probably make the playoffs. Obviously, I mean the the Jazz are what six seven seed. So you know these guys have some big games in the playoffs, and and Luca's not in the playoffs. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so. In- investors are going to spend their money somewhere. <laughs> they're going to they're right, going to find ways right. to keep spending money. Yeah, yeah, and that's what you said on the last show. Is it, and it's so apparent with Luca and these guys how ADD this hobby is. I mean, yeah, it literally is. You know, if you got, you know, you scored a triple-double last week. Well, that was last week, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, we don't care about you anymore. We want the Luka Doncic, uh, you know, falling out of bounds three-pointer. Now we're going to collect Luka. Yeah, ADD. That is is the perfect way to describe the hobby. No doubt about that. Um, But in a good way, though. I mean, it's like it's, you know – we all have it in a sense because we flip through sports and, you know, we're all of us hobbyists and we're looking for the next thing and we all have it in a way. Right. But yep. uh, there is some, uh, some, some slow investing that could be made on some of these guys that uh, could pay off. Yeah. We need, someone needs to take the one people do, especially in baseball, take the Warren Buffett, you know, value investing approach to sports cards. Pick yep. your guys, yep, stick with them, ride the waves, um, buy, buy low, sell high. We, we all take the day trader approach. It doesn't seem to, it seems to seems to water down the the hobby a bit when you think of it that way. Yep, hundred percent. But uh, so you, you just mentioned you're buying cards. Are you buying those cards for your collection, or are you buying them for some of your, your buyback products you're putting out? Um, a little bit of both. Okay. Um, you know, we bought some like Drew Brees contenders this year that we've been you know holding on to, and uh, they may eventually go on a buyback. So I'm always constantly on eBay for our buybacks. I I kind of only do eBay and I only do auctions. So I feel like I'm getting the best value. So I got to, you know, I'm kind of spending the customer's money in a sense when I'm making these buybacks. What we do is we typically make 20 to 25 cases. Um, 
packed out ahead of time, obviously, numbered ahead of time with a video and then randomed each case for mm -hmm. transparency. So, you know, I see guys that do buybacks and they're doing like one box every night. Well, it's like, you know what's in there, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's this way, it's completely random and transparent. And, um, you know, sometimes I'll see some cards like this Mitchell, I'm buying cards for, for the next buyback. And I'm like, oh, that kind of seems like a pretty good deal, you know? And so yep. I'll buy that and, you know, either listed back on eBay at a higher, you know, higher price or, or hold on to it. Most of the time I'm holding on to it because I'm, you know, too busy to list anything on eBay. So yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So how long have you been doing buybacks then? <clears throat> um, probably about four years now, I'd say. No um, kidding. Okay. A couple of the manufacturers uh, or a couple of the, the buyback companies yep. really got terrible. And that was kind of like, you know, there was like, Super break was just making really crappy buybacks and you know it was yep. just the value wasn't there or man you know maybe we were getting those bad cases i don't know maybe there was good cases that <laughs> we weren't getting but we were just you know adding it up and being like man we could offer so much more value to our customers because yep. we're cutting out <clears throat> sorry i'm having end of a cold here um we can offer so much more value by cutting out that because like super break has to sell to a distributor who has to then sell to us so you know, all that markup in the middle kind of takes away from you know, the hit potential. So, yeah. you know, we, we buy and make it, you know, there's two less people that need to get paid. So there's more value for the customers. And, you know, we do hot boxes where there's one of our famous hot boxes is on YouTube where it was like nine, nine or $10,000 worth of cards. We just try to do stuff like innovative and creative and like, Oh my God, stuff to kind of keep it fresh. And the latest one we're doing is uh, uh, it's called rare numbers. So what we've done is we've bought serial numbered cards all the way from, you know, one to 99. And, um, you know, there's Jordans in there, lots of Lucas. There's a there's a Kobe Jordan dual auto <laughs> in there, grade, graded 9.5. And they're all serial numbered. So it's a cheaper buy-in. So it's 99 spots. And all those numbers are represented in the 20 to 25 case run. And we have some uh, non-numbered cards that will be randomed at the end of the break through the people that didn't get hits in that particular break. So kind of has different levels of protection. And it kind of keeps price point down and chasing some high-end hits. So that's our latest one that we're working nice i like it, I like it. <laughs> absolutely i mean some of those cards i buy i don't want to put in there I'm like, right man. and then <laughs> and then sometimes i'll get towards the end and i always you know i'm always thinking about the collector and i always dip into my collection because i'm like i'm on like i have like three cases left and i'm like that kevin durant maybe is not the best hit for the case you know there needs to be something else so i'm yeah. like okay i'm gonna get my lebron james chrome throw it in that case nice. or, you know so like there's a lot of like I, I i probably go over budget sometimes on some of these because i'm you know, really wanting to put value in each case. Yeah. No, that's cool. No, it's funny you mentioned Super Break because I, I talk about a massive fallout. <laughs> right. Are, are they know. are they around still? They are. They're making some products. I don't know. Uh, there's, I think there's a few people still still breaking it. Um, okay. You know, they they came out and they were doing those bar cards and those first sets of bar cards are beautiful. I mean, yeah. there was there's like yeah. Beatles ones and stuff like that. And now I don't know what they they they, they made a product that that uh, it, they bought like a Kevin Durant jersey and they put like a D, you know, the D from the back of the jersey, but then on the other side of the card was like a Panini Crusade card. So it was like a five by seven card, but they used the Panini content. And it was just like, it, it just was one of the most bad on the eye card I've ever seen. Like, yeah, you have to eBay it. And I hate trashing, you know, companies, but you know, I just feel like, you know, if you could do a better job, then you, you should, you know, you or stick to something that was working three or four years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was googling as you're talking. That's uh, that's yeah, rough. I think that's it's rough. called like uh, something. I forget. It's like patches. So you can type in like the bar patches or something. And there was just some some cards that just uh, and hey, I probably couldn't make anything better, but <laughs> I just don't don't understand the thought process. Yeah, I, I see it now. It's uh, always uh, that's interesting. You know, and a lot of these newer breakers are buying it, and a lot of them I heard. Uh, you had a, uh, I think it was big time breaks uh -huh. referred to them, referred to them that they bought some bar product and then they were like, we're going to make our own now, you know, right. and that's what kind of caused it. Cause we had like back in the day, leaf was doing well, super break was doing well. I mean, there was a market for that stuff mm -hmm. and um, it just started falling off. The content was getting worse. I mean, he was putting, he was putting in like Kevin Durant uh, rookie cards with like a sticker that was signed somewhere. It wasn't even signed by tops. And he was putting it on the card and then sending it to PSA. It was like the cheapest way to get like a Kevin Durant auto in a product. And he would do the same thing. He'd do the same thing with Carlos Correa. He'd get like a base Bowman and Carlos Correa and have him sign it and then PSA it. 
So it wasn't even like a first Bowman. It was like an IP auto, you know? And it's like, dude, you can't, you know, people don't want these cards. They want right. the Bowman or they want the Bowman's best or they want the, you know, maybe national treasures if you're going unlicensed, you know, you know, they want that, you know, they don't want an in-person auto of these guys. Hmm. Well, someone must want it because he keeps making it and it sounds like he keeps selling something. So I have never. Yeah, you know what? And, 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 I, and I never say never, you know, but, you know. Well, maybe I do say never on this one, but you know, <laughs> right. there's always, there's always, there's always a way to improve. And maybe, maybe, you know, there's, there's some good stuff out there that they make. Yeah, there you go. Nice little silver lining. I like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always, I always try to be glasses half full. You know, I, I, I do have my opinions and my opinions are of my own. Um, we'll say that, but you know, I, uh, I always try to look at the silver lining of things. There you go. I like that approach too. So you mentioned the buyback. What what's uh, kind of heading into? Well, we're already in 2019. Can't believe it's uh, pretty. Tough. Now I'm gonna get trolled on my back buyback product watch. They're gonna be like super break so much better. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> not all my videos. <laughs> the good thing about yours is you're literally doing nothing except taking good cards and putting them in. Back. Exactly. <laughs> right. 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 So if they have a problem with it, they can go blame the manufacturer. Um, what what else has happened in 2019 for you? Any any new New changes, anything crazy that uh, that you're kind of walking into that you're excited about? Um, we've got some stuff on like the, you know, that we're going to probably try to work on a mobile app, you know, kind of step yep. that up, yep. um, you know, still kind of working out the details on that. Um, I, we have like a mobile app. It's, it's not great. So, you know, we have to kind of spend some money to get something done nicely. So we want to do that um, and just, you know, have more fun. You know, that was Sometimes you get uh, lost in the releases and you get lost in stuff. And I, I try to remind one of my New Year's resolutions was just, you know, have more fun. You know, mm. that's what it's all about. So, what do you think was causing you not to have as much fun? Just the sheer amount of product. Um, the sh yeah, the sheer amount of product and and um, you know just getting you know you, sometimes things become monotonous. You know, so you and I wouldn't say it wouldn't be. I wouldn't say it's like a bummer. You know, but I'm like maybe not as excited as I was eight years ago, right? So I have to try to do things a little differently to get myself excited and get the team excited. Like we did, we busted out triple cam on, uh, we did 125 box uh, Super Bowl break on Friday. We did triple cam. We had three mics, three cameras. <laughs> I mean, that was just, it was, it was a blast. You know, awesome. it was like something different, you know? So I was always trying to kind of keep things fresh. And um, and I think the customers kind of do that too. You start, you, you know, you do a hundred cases of Bowman, you know, it's like how, how exciting is case a hundred for them too, you know, they're like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. So you, you try to do mixers. Maybe we do Bowman with baseballs in there, or, you know, um, do it a different kind of format. So I was trying to think of those kind of things. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. What is the average customer of yours? How long do they actually watch you guys live? Do you, do you know, do you have metrics on that? Are they sitting there for two hours? Um, right? Um, yeah, I would say about two hours, you know, I probably should, I, I probably don't know the metrics enough. I mean, we do everything through YouTube. I guess I could kind of dive into that, but you know, the brakes are caught. I, I guess if I had a problem selling the brakes, I'd probably look at that. Um, yeah. and yeah. I'm not, I'm not gloating or anything. I'm just saying I don't, you know, yeah. when there's a problem, there's yeah. a problem then you look into those metrics, but, right. um, you know, thankfully the not last broken, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the only reason I bring it up is cause I, you talk about entertainment. It's like, I mean, you're People are spending two hours. It's essentially watching a reality show. I mean, they're putting money into it as well, but they want they want right, to be entertained yeah. in new ways. No, exactly, we're an entertainment business as well. You know, it's not just uh, you know, it's it's interacting with customers. It's you know, I always tell myself I need to remember. You know, these these customers, a lot of them become friends over time too. You know, it's like it's almost like uh like you're at a barber shop or you're at a bar or something. You know, but digitally in a sense. And and you yeah. know, I always tell myself I need to remember what these guys like sometimes too, you know, it's like I, I, all my close customers, I remember their teams, but some of these new customers, like I need to, you know, remember that this guy's a Vikings fan. So we can, you know, maybe when the Niners play the Vikings, we can talk about that and stuff yeah. like that. And that creates more content. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys are naturally entertaining anyway, so it's, it's not exactly hard for you to be fun, jovial. So it's a good thing. Uh, what's up with the app though? I'm, I'm cause that's, you're the third breaker to mention a little more focus on building that is that what the customers are asking for or is that something you just see the need and you got to kind of gravitate towards that um i you know what a lot of customers haven't said anything so i guess it's it's just i think in the digital age you see you know especially from around here you know we have amazon google and you know all the, all those big tech companies around here and you see some of these awesome apps and 
you just think that the the accessibility for the customer would be a lot easier mm -hmm. you know being able to maybe watch the video right um you know right on the phone or be able to click back and forth between the break and being able to check out a lot faster or mm -hmm. you know push notifications which i know get annoying we have that already in place but yeah maybe more complex push notifications um you know here's a coupon or we're doing a free break or you know hey uh, uh hey everybody you know we're doing another case of honors football or a national treasures comes out like those kind of ways to kind of uh interact with people gotcha okay um yeah i guess i can see it from that perspective yeah just being able to tighten up your community a bit find more but it is it's super challenging when you're dealing with um you're dealing with like we do a lot of pyt breaks so you're dealing yeah. with stock of one you know for a right. lot Right. A, a lot of stocks of one and, and we constantly have double sells that I can't, I can't fix because there's a, there's a gateway from PayPal all the way back and there's a 30 second lag. So if two people, I mean, I've talked to all the developers in the world. Nobody can fix that unless we created our own currency, right? If we had people have mojo bucks and they would take out the, uh, you know, the gateway process. So, you know, that's the challenge with the app is, is you have to be able to integrate it all at the same time. So if somebody's on the PC, somebody's on the, you know, how is it going to, is it going to let people buy? So that's, that's kind of a challenge. You know, you, Amazon has thousands of shirts to sell, so they're not going to have that problem. Right. Where we have one one giants to sell in National Treasures case one, you know, or, you know. Yeah. And then right before the break, we do we do our site like a reverse auction. So we always lower the prices until they sell. So mm. five minutes before the break, there's four teams left. They may be 15 bucks, and now there's somebody that bought the Bengals. There's yeah. three people that bought the Bengals. Yeah. So, you know, two people get refunds. And, you know, and it sucks because you have to tell that person, hey, you didn't get the Bengals. And then half the time, those people are like watching, you right. know, they're agonizing. Oh, that could have been mine. It's yeah. like, well, we only had one bangle. We didn't have two bangles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you wouldn't have got them. But, you know, but you hate to hear that. So you're like, how do we fix this? And, yeah. And that's a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I do think you should go down the path of creating your own cryptocurrency. <laughs> Crypto <laughs> Joe. Crypto right? Joe. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. There was uh, actually somebody who pitched us an idea of that. It was a platform. It was about two or three years ago at the national. This guy was going to create an all, all in one like breakers top TV platform of his own that had his own currency like that. Oh my goodness. Um, and um, it was a good idea, but nobody, nobody, you know, a lot of us breakers are kind of stuck in our ways. We're like, we're not going to like leave YouTube to go to you. Right. So it never came up off the ground. I can already see those conversations with the wife. Hey, honey, how do I, uh, how do I convert this crypto to some cash for groceries? Well, right. sorry, we can only spend this on break. So you can pick pick a product. We can, you can go spend it on right, a product. Right. Hey, babe, can you buy me that new Louis Vuitton? Well, do they take Mojo Bucks? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I don't think that's a real currency here at the Louis Vuitton store. Uh, you never know. It might end up in one of your pack out products. You might put a Louis right. Vuitton. <laughs> that's a blind wrap purses. That's a whole other. That's a whole other idea. You know, right around the eight. Valentine's Day is coming up, so hey, perfect timing. How fun would that be? <laughs> Throw a Louis Vuitton bag into one of your breaks, get the women involved. That's, that's what you used to do, totally. Yeah. One spot gets could, a bonus Louis Vuitton. Could you imagine if you did like, I like to say 200 purses and there's like one, one, one twenty or $30,000 purse and the rest are like target purses <laughs> and these guys are, these guys are just like letting their wives open it up and it's, and they get like a $30 target purse. They're like, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Could have been a Louis though. It could have been a Louis. We had a so one good. shot. So good. Oh, Folkleys, you got a bunch that'd of Folkleys and Oakleys. That'd be a great skit right there. That would be so fun. That would be really funny. Yeah. That's a, there you go. You want a reality, reality TV. You want to improve the entertainment. That's your next, uh, that's your next piece. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So speaking Start of that, I, I'm walking into my room last night and I have like, you know, those little travel bags for all the cosmetic stuff that guys like you and me carry all of our facial lotions and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yep. I see a new one sitting on the chair next to the bed, and I asked my wife, "Like, hey, this is? It's, it looks like it's fake leather, but I don't want to assume it was fake leather." I'm like, "Hey, is this? Uh, did you buy this for yourself? It's cool." She's like, "No, I got it for you." I said, "Oh, cool, thank you." And I said, "Where where'd you get this from?" <laughs> she goes, "I got it from Aldi." Then you know that grocery store, that little the, like the knockoff Trader Joe's or whatever. Oh, we oh. don't have those. Yeah, so it's <laughs> like we have Trader Joe's. We have Trader Joe's. Okay, so it's they, the the brothers own it, right? One owns Trader Joe's and one owns Aldi. Um, oh, okay. 
Yeah, so it's basically, you know, it's the discount grocery store. And uh, she said she was swinging in there to, to grab some stuff, and she saw that and grabbed it. It's like, oh, wow, this is about as fake leather as you get. And you got this at the <laughs> checkout line of a grocery store, a discount grocery store. I felt really special. <laughs> hey, just thought of you, right? That's the most important thing. Yeah, and does it go. hold your soaps and all that stuff? That's all that matters, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you don't mind. See, if you I bought. Soap. I bought a free. I way. I don't know why I bought this. And see, I'm a, I'm an Instagram like I'm on Instagram or Facebook, and there would be like an ad. And you know how great those oh, those yeah. target tar targets. It's almost like if I talked about something, it'll be on my Instagram. I, I don't know how they do it, but like there was this bag made by this company called gravel and it was like 70 bucks for, for, for like a toiletry bag. It's awesome though. Yeah. I don't know why I bought it. I probably, I probably could have bought the same thing for like 15 bucks, but it totally like they had a video and everything like that. And I bought this bag and it's great, but it's $50 too much. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, you know, we're already going to find Louis Vuitton all over our Instagrams. It's picking up our voices right now. Like you said, so. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm probably gonna uh, have to buy a, a wallet or something now for my wife for Valentine's Day. Maybe the wallets are like 200 bucks or 300 bucks. I can hope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, nice. So, so back to to collecting real quick. So, you, for you guys, as you head into baseball, what what are kind of the as you approach the season? What are the anchor products that you kind of plan baseball breaks around? Are, are there the, the three um, or four big ones? Yeah, Bowman. I mean, it seems like we're doing, you know, 30, 40 cases every year, you know, and try to yep. squeeze them all in. And, you know, the shipping department tries to call out sick on those days because we ship all base. Um, but, you know, that's a that's a pivotal release for us, um, you know, and um, I mean, there's a lot of good ones. Triple Threads is always a good one that comes out obviously later later in the year. But uh, I think Bowman is the, the, the really the kind of the release that you know, series one is kind of like the like the the, the, the pregame for breaks, and then when Bowman comes out, it's like full baseball. Like, yep, yep. Yeah, it totally makes sense. I could, I could, I could and I think this year Bowman should be pretty good. With um, you know, Joey Bard's going to be in there. It'll be interesting to see if they get Kyler Murray in there somehow. Yeah. Um, you know, and then they got I think Wander Franco is going to be in there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so those 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 guys should anchor it, and it, and it should go up. I mean, if Kyler Murray's in there, who knows? I mean. Yeah. Does it matter though? Is he even going to play baseball? I don't know. You know, I was all high on him until I watched his interview with Dan Patrick, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like this guy anymore. Really? I didn't see so, it. What was what was so bad about it? He didn't answer any questions about his future. He was out there promoting Gatorade, um, oh so goodness. obviously he was he was paid to do the circuit of radio. Um, but, but Dan Patrick's like, hey, you holding the football? How do you like it? And he didn't answer. He's like, so hypothetically, if you get drafted by the Raiders, do you play baseball and football? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And so then, then Dan Patrick was like, Dad? Like, he was just like, hey, Dad, is he going to play baseball? Like, And they wouldn't answer anything. And it was just super awkward. So Weird. You know, he's, obviously, he's obviously leveraging, you know, something here, either getting more money from the A's or, you know, doing something. Yeah. So. Two-way athletes are awesome. I mean, especially if you're good enough to play both. But what made a guy like Deion Sanders so good is he was so polarizing. And he was such a good yes. figure to have on an interview. Yep, so, absolutely. He, yeah. yeah. No, thanks. And you, I don't think you can have a quarterback play two sports. I mean, Deion yeah. was a defensive guy. I mean, you can't – there's so much more game planning on a quarterback, right? So you can't, you can't fly and play for the A's on a Friday and then fly back and play and miss all those team meetings and – you know, playbook and all that stuff. And then, oh, you're going to show up Sunday and play. And yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, and that's, that's your franchise too. Like you're anchoring right. your franchise around a guy. <laughs> you can't be. Who's going to give you 50%. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, forget that. Um, all right, cool. So so Bowman, 30 to 40 cases, triple threads. Uh, anything else kind of you, you plan around significantly? Or is that those are the big, big two? You know, a lot of this, uh, just our whole thing is flying by the seat of your pants I mean, yeah. for the most part because you're you're you're, you're, you're especially with tops you're, you're you're trying to plan six months in advance when you have to turn in your pre-order right so yep. you know you don't know how it's going to hit you don't know how much you're going to be allocated or nothing so it's almost like <clears throat> you take this on a two-week basis you're like okay two 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 two, two weeks to a month on our pre-sales on our site for our customers we try I look at the ca calendar and I say, oh, okay, you know, this is coming up now. I got to get on the site. So, but right. uh, we always know Bowman's going to be big and, you know, Transcendent's always fun. Uh, Finest seems like it gets better every year. So, and I'm sure they'll come out with something new that'll be exciting. Yeah. 
Yeah, they will. And a couple of rookies or prospects will come up and it'll make a, a crappy product turn into an amazing product. That's the beautiful thing. Um, exactly. I mean, that's the only thing that I'm struggling with here is yeah. I don't think we're going to have Vlad this year. I don't think he's going to be – I could be wrong. Maybe late in the year he's a rookie. Uh, but I think right now, I mean, we're looking at Kyle Tucker as the number one rookie. You know, prospect's a different story. But rookie, it's Kyler Tucker – or T- Kyle Tucker. Yeah, yeah. And, you know – there may be somebody that pops out of that too, but it's not as kind of heady going into like this year as it's been in the last couple of yeah. years. Yeah, for sure. And even Kyle Tucker, I mean, look, he's, he's a great prospect. He's going to be a fun rookie, but he's nowhere near as hyped as those guys last year. Right. It, it, right. It, and I think baseball cards will sell no matter what, especially yeah. in the last two years, but right. you know, Vladimir Guerrero will start a craze, I believe. You know, Vlad, Vlad and, and, and some of these other Blue Jays that are going to be coming up, the Shet right. and Conine and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, it, I I put out these Bowman ladders. You already – we talked about it already. Uh, the, the Bowman draft pricing to me for this past product, and you're probably still breaking it, but I am yeah. blown away with the stability of Bowman draft this year. Yeah. Very stable. This Very stable. class. I mean, I haven't researched it enough to know like how this class talent wise compares to the previous classes, but man, oh man, some of these guys are, I mean, they're selling 40, 50 cards a week, base autos for hundred plus. And it's like, yeah. goodness. Gorman, Kalenic. I mean, yeah. um, Libertori's even selling, he's on the raise, you know, so it's, 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 there's, there's a lot of guys that, uh, that sell well. And I think that's, I always use the Vegas Dave Mike Trout effect. I, and I know we were cards were selling for good money before Vegas Dave, but just like Mahomes kind of set football, I think Vegas Dave buying a super fractor for 400,000 kind of reaffirmed everybody's like, yep. man, you know, like this guy Gorman, if you know, like I'm looking at 2009 base trouts that are selling for seven or 8,000. So, you know, Gorman hits a bunch of home runs in high school home run derby, you know, Hey, you know, he's maybe the next guy. Yeah. So I think that's uh, that's the beauty of baseball collecting is it, and, and you have like years to wait. You know, it's not like right. football where you know right away or basketball you know almost know right away these guys are playing. Yeah, uh, and that's the beauty of baseball. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think you have the the, the history alone carries a lot of the, carries a lot of weight with each product, and I think it it's, it's hard to screw up if you're tops because you got, exactly you got such a stable base buyers yeah for years we used to say don't buy bowman chrome because you know you'd have right. the top picks in bowman and then bowman draft would have like 20 first rounders yeah. and then chrome would be literally the dominican guys you know and you're like oh you know you had puig one year but ever since vladimir guerrero and cody bellinger and it's like well maybe chrome's good too you yeah. know so and chrome's gone up every year now too yeah how how much more knowledge do you have about products before regular collectors are you in the ear of people at tops or panini um you know not really i mean when we're at events i mean this is one of the the biggest complaints we have it's um they they these these guys have meetings with distributors Mm -hmm. and the distributors aren't opening the product they're seeing sales Mm -hmm. but they're not opening the product so you know we try to we try to be in their ears when when asked i mean tops seems like they've been more receptive um about asking us like they almost they wanted to make alan they asked me one time if they, we should make alan and ginter like an alan and ginter choice like where it's just hits and i said absolutely not yeah okay no uh, you know uh, uh, ginter you know and that's them trying to think outside the box so i was like oh, i appreciate that but i said yeah. i think ginter because they're seeing ginter probably not selling as well you know but i think if you change that then i don't think you're gonna you know shops aren't gonna be able to sell packs and things like that so i was like you gotta you gotta leave that product the way that it is yep you know, so uh, we would love to be more active in helping them out. You know, there's a lot of us, you know, Rich Layden and all, all of us guys, you know, it could be five or six, seven guys that bust a certain amount of product that could help them out. You yeah. Know? Um, they may, may, maybe they don't have the time, you know, but uh, we definitely would love to. And it's been some good years, so they really, they probably don't care. But Well, exactly. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> so, you know, we'd love to be uh, a part of that. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, they've had some great years. Great, great years. It's like you just said, if it's if it's not broken, don't even try to fix it. <laughs> right, right. I mean, we'd like to see some planning. I mean, we're, we're borderline getting into some kind of, you know, watering down with as many prism silvers there is, stuff like that, you know, borderline kind of pushing the pushing the limit. You know, yeah. Panini said that they're going to make less skews, but they're making less skews, but they're making more of certain skews to kind of make up for it, like prism and optic. Oh boy. So, you know, you know, and, and I, and, and I hope that doesn't affect like, you know, there's 8,000 Luca 
silvers this year, or is there ten thousand Luka silvers? You know, compared to fifteen thousand, four or five thousand Tatum's. Yeah, exactly. You know, so and we'll be able to get a good idea probably a year from now on the pop report. You know, so the pop report will kind yeah. of tell us all. Combine the PSA and the BGS, we'd be like, wow, there's like seven thousand graded. So that means there's probably fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. There, uh, we ran some numbers here, and it's somewhere between twelve and fifteen. Which pe- people don't want to hear that, and like you know, especially people that have invested a lot in Prism, you yeah. just you close your ears to it. You're like, no way, optic sucks. Prism's the one to invest in. But it's like, guys, actually, they just continue to run the presses on Prism. It's really they do. bad. And you know, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because I busted my first box of Prism Fast Break yesterday. It just all of a sudden became available for us to buy uh-huh. from our distributors, which I think DA and Blowout had it uh, for a while. Yeah, uh, there is one. So last year, Prism Fast Break, no silvers, right? Yep. This year, there's one silver in each box. Ah, okay. So like, but it's weird. There's 20 packs with one silver. So I got a Luca silver, and I'm like, was this a mistake? You know, I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. And then the next one had, like, a Kevin Herbie silver. And then the next box, I did, it was three boxes I did last night. And the next one had, like, a Kyle Kuzma uh, silver bet. <laughs> so I'm like, so they didn't have silvers last year, so they're even putting them in that there. Obviously, at a really scarce amount, but they're putting them in there, too. They just have so many, they don't know where to put them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe they weren't even intended on being in there. They're just spewing out of the pack machine, you know, at a rapid rate. So. That's right. What will be really funny is when they do a, a big bait and switch, in, you know, next year or the year after when, uh, you know, when all like Zion Williamson comes out and they do the whole football thing and you get like one per I, box you know, or one per case. Right? Yeah, yeah. Then then just like. Could you imagine that Zion Williams would be like a seven thousand dollars silver or something crazy like that? Because you get him one every three hundred boxes. Oh, exactly. It'd be like uh, be like Turbo Man, you know, jingle all the way Turbo Man. Everyone be fighting for uh, for prison right. boxes at the store. <laughs> yeah, That'd exactly. Be, be fun. <laughs> nice, uh, cool. All right, man. Well, we gotta wrap this up. I got some questions. For Absolutely, you, man. That, enjoyed having the combo, and yeah, feel free to use that box. Make sure you guys uh, rate Breaker Culture Podcast on iTunes. Heck yeah. So, uh, it's a show I listen to religiously and you know, we're going to throw in a, a box that uh, you can, you can give away as well. It'll, it'll be an optic basketball box. I'll send it out your way. Whoa. All right, cool. Awesome. So you can do whatever you want with it. Okay. <laughs> it'll, it'll go to someone who feels a review. You're not, you're not getting out though without uh, a little rapid fire real quick. I got some questions for you. All right, sweet. You, you ready? Yeah, Here we go. I got, I got four yeah. questions for you. Uh, which movie needs a sequel that doesn't have one now? Uh, Step Brothers. Nice. Okay. Uh, what do you do if you walk in your your kitchen and find a penguin in your refrigerator right now? Uh, I probably almost have a heart attack and run out the door, collect myself, and uh, figure out what to do. <laughs> was was that a Jim Carrey movie where like there was a bunch of penguins? I'm trying to. When I wrote that question down, oh I was like, yeah, yeah, Bruce, Bruce Almighty, right? When he uh, well the all the. Uh, yeah. Animals followed him. Yeah. Or no, I maybe mean, thinking of Ace Ventura. I think it was Ace Ventura, right? Oh, was it Ace Ventura? Okay. Yeah. It might have been. Yeah, hey, I don't know. All those movies run together for me, especially Jim Carrey movies. <laughs> um, you can take any superhero powers questions I always ask, but I'm curious. What, what, which one do you take? Oh, man. Um, that's, a, that's a good one. Um. Maybe like Spider Man, like to climb. Yeah, you know, I'm always kind of afraid of heights. So if I could climb, not super afraid of heights. I'm like low key afraid of heights. But like you know, being able to you know scale a wall and and know I won't fall would be pretty cool. You know how fun breaks would be if you could shoot spider spider web out of your your wrist during your break, <laughs> right? Like, hey, you that pack. I got it. I got the pack. Or what if it was tri- triggered by excitement and you're like, oh, go one on one and like. Just all the spider webs go everywhere. And you're like, God dang it, man! I gotta wear gloves or something. I gotta wear gloves when I break down. Oh. Maybe that's why people wear. Maybe that's why people wear gloves when they break Ooh. right there. Yeah, I think you might be on something. <laughs> uh, compare yourself to any animal. Which one is it, and why? Um. Oh man. Um. Well, I'm not fast, so I can't be a cheetah. Um. Uh. Maybe a raccoon because I'm sneaky, sneakily smart. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. All right, last question: Who, Who's uh, who's gonna win the NBA championship this year? Uh, well, it's the Warriors. I'm a Warrior fan. 
So I'm getting a lot. I'm sure I'm getting a lot of booze right now. But hey, I'm from the Bay Area, so. All right, you, you got to appease your fan base. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, really, honestly, can anybody beat them? I mean, let's be honest. Not not this year, at least. Yeah, yeah. Spurs, Spurs. Depending on trade deadline deals here, maybe maybe that'll change. Yeah, for sure. Anthony Davis goes somewhere. It's a totally different. Yeah, landscape. game yeah. changer for yeah. sure. But right on, man. Thank you so much. Have a great week weekend. MojoBreak.com. No problem, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. It's all I always enjoy the conversation and uh, good times. All right. Talk to you. All right. Have a good one.